1: And we welcome you in our Warriors Weekly podcast, episode number three for the 2019-20 season. John Dickinson, as always, joined by the great Gary Saint Jean uh, here for 95.7 The Game and uh, Saint, uh, you know, a lot to chew on and unpack here. Going back from the last time we spoke a week ago, uh, the Warriors were coming off a win. That day, uh, but then everything changed again, and it's, it's so crazy when, when you think uh, of a team coming into a season and, and the belief was, well, if Stephen Curry and Draymond Green and D'Angelo Russell were healthy, uh, along with Kavon Looney and some others, maybe this team could make a run toward the playoffs. They didn't get off to the best start. It looked like maybe they were starting to turn it a little bit with the win against the Pelicans that we talked about last week. But then, uh, boy, the wheels came off as far as the injury bug with Stephen Curry breaking his hand, Draymond Green dealing with a a finger issue, and now even D'Angelo Russell's had to miss a few games with an ankle. So you take all of those guys out and Steve Kerr on the fly, and this Warriors organization has been forced to – focus on development and a little bit of the future in a blink. Just how much is that uh, as a head coach and a a former GM, how difficult a a pill is that to swallow one? And then how difficult is it to completely flip the goals of an entire season like that when it's just getting started?
0: Well, John, you know, that's really uh, the NBA. Uh, And there's luck involved uh, to be injury free, Uh, you know, I'm still convinced we would have won the championship last year if Clay and, uh, Kevin Durant had played. Now, with that said, you go into this year, and, you know, you're, you're feeling like uh, Steph's Steve saying, boy, he's been fabulous in camp, uh, mentally, physically. He's ready for like an MVP-type year. And, uh, you know, Draymond's Draymond. He just brings that heat and that energy and all those qualities that help you win. And you, you've got a bad break there with that hand, and he's going to be out uh, months. And, uh, you know, we'll see what goes on there. It's, it's extensive therapy. you got to let it set and all that kind of thing. So, you know, uh, the good news, it's his non-shooting hand. And, um, you know, he'll have about three, four months. And with, with Draymond, it's a ligament issue. Now, you know, they still don't know uh, – is it going to require surgery? Is it just uh, sitting out for a while in a splint and let it stabilize a little? Um, we'll see what happens there. And then uh, you touched on Russell with the ankle. I'm assuming out of everybody, he would be back uh, well, probably uh, soon compared to everybody else. And then we can mention Kevon Looney, who's got this neuropathy issue. He's got him pain. you know. Uh, I've got some of that from my back surgery, and uh it, it's tough you've got tingling uh in your lower extremities uh some some numbness sometimes and uh at his age i mean that that's that's a tough one i mean you know I think he was really ready to have a really big time positive year, so as you noted john you gotta flip uh, flip the page and and take a different philosophy everybody i mean ownership, management, coaches, players, and the fans. And uh, as you noted, if Steph and Draymond were playing, you're saying, well, you know, with these young guys, maybe we can get in the bottom of the playoffs and see what we do. And uh, now uh, you switch uh, to now look at player development. We're coming off this great win last night, a good performance to gain before against Charlotte. And you've got some really uh, – great happenings here. There's just a lot of excitement with these young guys. Say, do
1: you you think it's easier to, 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 you know, Turn the page, so to speak, when when the aid is almost completely ripped off. I mean, and, and what I'm saying is, when all right now Curry's out three months, and and now Draymond's hurt, and and Russell's hurt, and these guys are all hurt at the same time. So, as an organization, you can you can take a step back, take a deep breath, and and not necessarily feel like you're ha- you're trying to hang on to something. Not really, be there anyway. It, 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 does that help? The, the process in terms of, you know, sure, you're trying to compete and win games, but but help the process of feeling feeling better about the situation you're in, even though it's not the situation you wanted to be in.
0: No, I, I totally agree with you. And, and uh, you know, if we fast forward uh, and, you know, Steph doesn't come back, uh, Draymond's out and Mooney's out for an extended period of time, uh, so now you're in the lottery. And, uh, you know, we haven't been in the lottery since 2012. And, uh, you know, if you get a high pick, there's some terrific players up there led by uh, that young big guy at Memphis State. And, uh, you know, so from that standpoint, you you bring your play, who we haven't talked about, you bring your big three back, you add a lottery pick, you've got a full mid-level because you're below the hard cap, you've got a $17 million trade exception from the Andre Iguodala situation, you can aggregate that and add that to maybe an existing player if you want to make another deal. And maybe go out and uh, get a, another real quality piece. So add that now to these developing guys that can be uh, nice role players in your rotation, you know, 6 through 10. And uh you know, you can, you can see some positives for the future.
1: It's John Dickinson and Gary St. Jean, Warriors Weekly Podcast for 95 7 The Game. Uh, this scenario that the Warriors find themselves in is, is opening the door for some young players to really showcase their skills. And first and foremost, it, it's Eric Paschal, who we talked about last week and we talked about the week before, just kind of what type of player is he. But by the game, he seemingly shows us. More in the repertoire than I even thought was imaginable, Saint. I mean, last night going for a career high as we record this on a Tuesday in the game against Portland, uh, he went for a career high against Charlotte three different times. He set a career high just since we last did this show. Uh, yeah. I mean, how impressive is the offensive game and the skill set? I mean, he's he's been able to kind of, you know. ISO and bulldoze guys a
0: little bit. Well, twenty third birthday last night, and uh, you know what? He, he embraced the NBA uh, so much that he forgot it was his birthday. Uh, we had him on our post game show, and uh, you know the thing that sticks out. Uh, you know, I, I drive in with Mully, and we we talk about these guys. We, he and I got a chance to talk to him the other night, talked about his three point shot and. He's he's a jump shooting um, three point shooter, you know. Whereas we see uh, Steph doesn't jump very much, Clay doesn't jump very much, and um, you know when you got that good lift like he has, sometimes your shot gets flattened out. So the other night didn't make any. Well, my gosh, last night you know he was terrific knocking down the three. So you know so much about talking about you know creating more of an arc and a push shot kind of thing versus a jumper. And um, his shot discretion is is really solid. And what's really, John, what's impressed me is a four-year college guy, very mature, very humble, very bright, very well-spoken. My gosh, it's just uplifting to watch a guy like this. And, you know, uh, we mentioned, well, he hasn't been rebounding that much. Uh, He had two against Charlotte. Well, last night he gets 13. I I think that's a big key. Uh, He's got the position rebound, meaning he's not going to go pursue it on the other side of the rim. He's got to take up space. He learned an example in that those two free-throw situations against Charlotte, he's got to be more physical with his body, hit the opponent, and then go get the ball. And uh, I thought he was stellar in that category. John, he is... Molly talked about this, that He's a very, very smart defender, and uh, you can switch pick-and-rolls with him. Last, uh, last game, he was fighting over the top of screens uh, as a four-man and, and playing a little bit of five. And, uh, you know, I, I just – looking at him, and, and you just get excited about his future. Uh, it's just tremendous, and kudos to the scouting staff and all of Bob Myers' people. You know, sometimes guys drop to you. You know, they've been talking about we haven't had a second-round pick beside Draymond that's played like this since Gilbert Arenas. And, um, you know, we were all set to take uh, Tony Parker, The last, and he was the last guy taken in the first round by San Antonio. And, uh, you know, we got Gilbert, and, you know, uh, the rest is history there. So this is just tremendous for the team.
1: Ultimately, and I want to fast forward a little bit because we can have some fun with with things like that. Ultimately, as you start to, and look, you're going to have to have an eye toward 2020 and and 2021. I mean, as much as it's early and you don't want to do it because there's still, what, 75 games to go. And and I know you always talk about, you know, you get on the whiteboard or you get on a piece of paper and you start you know, you start kinda writing out your your slots of, of who you who you got and, and, and what positions maybe are left open that you don't have any names to put at. Uh, as you start yeah. to, to fast forward where where you think you'll have curry and you think you'll have Clay and you think you'll have Draymond and then you start to, to pencil in guys that could be a part of it beyond that where do you see his fit? Is he a backup four? Is he a small ball five? Uh, when, when you've got Draymond playing as well, do you see those two playing together? And, and would it have to be a four or five? I mean, what types of combinations allow Eric Paschal to succeed, not just now, but, but more moving forward once the rest of this team is back?
0: But John, I think you're hitting it right on the head, and he's got a great uh, mentor, uh, a tutor, And Draymond, to uh, show him the ropes, how to guard these bigger fives, and do your work early and body them off the box and hard three-quarter the post and don't allow any paint catches. These are things he can learn, and he is strong. Uh, So that gives him the opportunity to play there. But I can see him being a, a four, an undersized four, but he's got great length, he's smart, he can make a shot. And can he and Draymond play together? I'll take it a step further. I, I think you can, at some games, you can even play Draymond at three. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love the flexibility. You never have too many quality players. And uh, I think Draymond's really excited about him. You probably saw John. He came flying out of the locker room uh, oh, at yeah. the end of the game. Uh, he was excited. And Steph was home. And, uh, you know, I think he. Texted as well, uh, you know, so fired up about their entire performance. So that's great for the team. Uh, it just really is. And they, they got rewarded with a win against what I think is a quality team, a team that could be, oh, I don't know, four or five in the West. And they didn't play well. I don't know if they took it light. The only guy that I liked last night for them was Lillard, uh, you know, Whiteside, you never know what he's going to do. He, he was solid, but, you know, McCallum didn't have a big game, and the, the knock on Portland has always been their forward play. Now, they're going to get Nurkic back, and that's a big, big get. How long will Collins be out? And, um, you know, so it, it, it's an interesting team. Um, I really like Terry Stotts, and, uh, you know, they let one, uh, they went, let one go last night. But, you know, John expounding more on our team, Bowman is just wow. Of course, you know, I'm from Massachusetts, and my college roommate was the AD at Boston College for 18 years, Gene DiFilippo. And so I always follow them. And, uh, you know, this guy here, uh, boy, aren't you excited about him, too? Yeah, he's the next
1: guy I was going to ask about, Saint, because he, he looks very comfortable bringing the ball up the court. He looks very confident in his shot. Uh, He's somebody that, you know, he can give it up and get it back and and knock down a shot for you. Uh, What do you think? I mean, is, is he a guy that projects in your mind as, you know, maybe a backup point guard? Is he maybe more of a a, a, a third, you know, point guard, ideally. I mean, what, what you like the toughness, too. I mean, he, he kind of gave Whiteside a little shot, and then Whiteside <laughs> gave him one back, and he went right back at him. And that, that lit the whole building up. It lit the bench up. I think, you know, that was the moment in my mind where the Warriors said to the Blazers, hey, we're not losing tonight. Now, they still had to back it up yeah. by going and making plays down the stretch, but I think that was almost a, hey, you're – you're not going to punk us. I, you know, we're we're going to fight right to the very end and maybe take this game from you.
0: Well, first, that was vintage Whiteside. That, that's the theatrics that he pulled. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to share with you, uh, this young guy, he's on one of these two-way contracts, so you get into these 45. Once they start the G League, then they count days or games and all this kind of thing. And so you say, okay, you know, is he one of those guys, he's going to go back and forth. Uh I'll tell you what, if he goes down there and and you for some reason uh he stays there for a while, he's he's opened the eyes of everybody in the NBA. And there's a couple things. Again, John, a four year guy. You you love his competitiveness. You love that he picks up the ball ninety four feet. Uh he wouldn't take any baloney from Whiteside and you know, he tried to really pressure Lillard, which was a good move. Uh he can play a lot of minutes. Um, and I, I think he's, 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 he's on the ball. He does a very, very good job. And then you turn it around to the offensive end. He has a point guard. And this is what you have to do. It's the same thing in the NFL as a quarterback or in college. You've got to have the respect of your teammates. He's got it. Uh, they, they have confidence in him. And what I love is he, he can play with pace. I love we're pushing the ball up the floor. We're not just uh, hippity-hopping it up there. And he finds an open guy. He gets to the paint. He finishes there well. But if the lane closes down, he draw and kicks the shooters on the wings. You love that about him. He's got the moxie. He, he'll go one on one. And, and uh, I, I loved a couple of times. I will give you an example. We in the in the high pick and roll situation. We have a lot of teams switching that. And when he yep. got the big on him. Uh, I love that he took them off the bounce. That's what you tell their smalls to do when big has small on the perimeter. Small has an advantage to drive by him and finish or make the secondary line of defense uh, com- compress. So you know, you just look at him. And I was chatting, I was chatting with him down in Eric Housen's office, and um, you just you love it. And, and in his post game. He couldn't stop smiling. And uh you, you just you get excited about that kind of stuff. So these have been two really bright lights and John he's playing so well that he could cause some roster moves with some of the guys oh, that he, are on one. I think year. he's going uh, to, Saint. I I I can see that, John. I really can feel it. Uh so with that said, you're saying, Holy cow uh, That's a good problem.
1: No, it really is and I I mean I'm looking at Stephen Curry being out until at least February, but it's going to be longer than that. I mean, that's going to be yeah. when they, you know, provide an update. So we're talking we're talking All-Star break or or longer at this point. So that's 3 months away. So this this 45 days and I, I know it, you know, it, not every day fully counts as a day and there's things you can do to buy time if you're not playing games, you can send him down and and not have him practice with the with the big team, and there's there's ways to, to maximize it as long as, as you possibly can. But I'm looking at 45 days already, and I'm thinking if Curry's missing three months uh, and you don't have any other point guards on the roster beyond D'Angelo Russell, uh, the the math on that's a little fuzzy. I think they're going to have to find a way to keep him around, Sane.
0: <laughs> hey, I was singing the Boston College fight song. I was so excited <laughs> I'll tell you what that, that's why you coach, and uh when you love basketball and you see guys getting an opportunity and capitalizing on it, it just excites you it, it really does and and these these unexpected happenings or the positive things that that's got the fans fired up. I mean, our post game, we've got a great location out in the front of the building. My gosh, the the noise level was like some of the years in the finals. It, it it was unbelievable. I had to tell Pop one time, Pop, I only got a couple words that you said. I can't even hear you. And uh, so every everybody's if you're a Warrior fan and you see that kind of thing, that that just gets you really really going. And you know, and and that experience to come to that arena. And last night it was hopping. That that was great. That to me that was the loudest it's been. And, Uh, It's really cool. Well, and,
1: and the thing, you know, Warriors fans, and you know this as well as anybody. But I mean, Warriors fans, I think maybe the last few years have have gotten a little bit of a bad rap for well, you know, it, it hasn't been the same as it was before, and what's it going to be if the team you know starts to struggle again, and and now you you know it's a new building, and will there be something? Lo- I mean, there, there's a lot of conversation about all those things, and I think it's it's almost a little disrespectful of Warriors fans that they can't handle watching a team like this. Warriors fans are veterans at watching a team that's in. The this position that's trying to figure things out they 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 know how to right? sure
0: john we've been in a utopian environment for five years this is reality in the league this is what happens. the window opens can you capitalize on it they did and and you know with injuries maybe we got to won all five but you win three and uh but this is what happens. and now you got to reload and uh and this is what what goes on and Hey, John, it's not that long ago that, that I had nothing but praise for the fans that they hung with the team over there in Oakland. They just uh, they kept showing up. Everybody around the NBA talked about it. And, you know, they, they were there. And so, uh, you know, and, and this, this reminds me of the old days. And, you know, uh, maybe you're not going gonna to have a tough time on this road trip. It, it's not easy. You know, Houston's struggling, that, that's not working right now. Uh, my pal Dick Bright played the national anthem last night. The great violin. Oh, it's terrific! That's one
1: of my favorites,
0: Saint. That's absolutely oh one of God. my
1: favorite anthems.
0: He he's an old pal, and uh, I talked to him before the game, and I made the uh, comparison that he he makes sweet music, and right now the musicians are all out of out of sync down there in Houston. Westbrook's blowing it up. He's shooting. He gets twenty shooting 25% from three. Harden's shooting 25%. Capella's not playing good. Gordon doesn't feel good. Tucker's not, you know, so maybe we can go down there and steal one. You know, and then we got, uh, you know, Minnesota, uh, OKC and Minnesota. So uh, Minnesota's been one of the surprise teams in the West along with Houston. So, you know, the road's tougher, John. When you come home and you're banged up, you've got to get wins at home because the road is much tougher. Uh, when you're a young, inexperienced team. But uh, getting on that plane today at 11 o'clock was a heck of a lot easier than uh, getting on the plane if you go back about three or four games when we were getting smacked and down by 30 in the first half.
1: Yeah, no no doubt. And uh, Eric Gordon may not play in the game against Houston, and Minnesota's been playing pretty well, and and the Warriors already went to Oklahoma City and saw that that the Thunder, if they're playing well and the Warriors aren't, they can get yeah. thumped there. The final question for you, Saint, uh, I want to go back to Kai Bowman a little bit as it relates to D'Angelo Russell uh, because this team has found an energy and a pace with D'Angelo Russell sitting uh, the, the last couple of games. Uh what do you do I think it's silly to to say well Russell comes back he, you bring him off the bench I mean he's he's making a max deal and he's 23 24 years old so you don't really want to do that necessarily although I'll I'll let you weigh in on it but but, yeah. but to me my, my thought was play Bowman and Russell together and give Jordan Poole a little bit of a break is, is that is that crazy and 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 how much no. does the energy how much is the energy have you noticed that it's been different without Russell just because he plays such a plodding game? He's a, he's a talented player, but, but the Warriors found a way to play faster the last couple of games with more zip. And now they're going to almost have to readjust again when Russell comes back. How do you, how do you handle that in, in, in your mind if you're coaching this team?
0: Yeah, as a coach, that's a good problem. Uh, you know, you'll go game to game with matchups. Maybe you can start both of them. And, uh, You know, Poole's young, and, and, you know, sometimes he shoots the ball and he reminds me of Swaggy Pete. And then I see some other really good stuff and uh, some passing. And You know, one of the guys in the locker room said that Draymond really likes him because he's a real hard worker. Well, if that's the case, then he just needs experience. It'll come, and when you're a rookie, a lot of guys are inconsistent. He shot it well a couple games, and then not so well. Uh, effort on defense is okay. I think he's got a long way to go there. So you know that would make sense, John. If you want to start them both, and uh, hey, that that's fine. And, and you know, if you want to, uh, I I don't know that they'll bring Russell off the bench, but you know that you have got Bowman to come in there to give you the lift. And uh, in that same sense, uh, you know, Lee and Burks have done a, a good job for you. Uh, Lee uh, rebounding and uh, getting to the free throw line, that, that kind of stuff. Burks had one good game. Uh, i like to see him shoot a little bit better. But, uh, you know, that's uh, that's a good problem. That, that's that's okay. And, uh, you know, Willie Colley-Stein, uh, he hadn't, didn't even have a training camp. Uh, so for him, like Burks, uh, they got a lot of rust in the engine. And, uh, you know, we'll see if they get going. And so it's, uh, it, it was a great way to go on the road to get that win. And, and you know, Steve, to me, uh, is just terrific at, at personnel and uh, rotations. He and Mike Brown and the rest of the staff, they, they pencil things in and they do a great job with it. And um, as I said, these are good problems.
1: Well, Saint, great stuff as always. Uh, good to chat with you again, and we'll uh, do it again here next week.
0: Well, John, uh, hey, you know it's it's like as the world, we don't know what the heck's going to go on here, uh, so it's going to be fun. I, I'm excited to watch these games coming up, and uh, you know, it's, as we look around the league, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Maybe we'll chat more about the rest of the teams, but uh, you know, this is uh, this is this is good for the Warriors and. Uh, Last night, leaving the building, uh, we closed the post game show, and you just feel the the people, the fans really felt good. It was great to see. So, you know, that's what we're looking for.
1: We'll talk to you next week, Saint. Thanks a lot. That's going to do it for our Warriors Weekly podcast, episode number three for ninety five seven. The game.